scents, fragrances, candles, room sprays, perfumes and colognes by Tessa Williams. This is Chat and Spin Radio. Keep it locked on chatandspinradio.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. And I was just playing the beautiful Children of Nature by Mark Reeder and Alana Strozna. And I am joined now live from Berlin by Mark. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming on the show. How are you? Thank you, Tessa. Very well, thank you. Good. And how is it in Berlin today? Yeah, you're in the studio there. Is it's it bit, sunny? It's, bit, oh, it's nice. Yeah, uh, it's kind of sunny off, on off, grey, sunny, but it's not. It's not. It's not like super hot. It's okay. Just the right. It's like twenty four degrees or something, so it's kind of pleasant, really. Yeah, you've been in Berlin a while now, Mark, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Yeah. yeah. More than half my life. Oh, brilliant! I've been in Berlin for over forty years. Oh wow, such a cool place. What first brought you there, Mark? Well, I just came actually to check it out and see what it was like in the 70s, in like 1978, against Berlin. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to buy some records, and um, I never left. Well, that's cool. Long, long trip. <laughs> long holiday. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. But um, also, you have a fantastic connection with Manchester and yeah. with Factory Records and everything. How did you first get into music, generally, Mark? Oh, I've been into music from being a really, really small child. Um, probably from like very like seeing Doctor Who on the telly, you know. And, oh, cool! And even even you know, like as a as a, like a four year old, I bought me for a single because I kept pestering my mother about it. You know, it was mm. it was Telstar by the Tornadoes, and Brilliant. I kept pestering my mum, why did they not play it again? Because you know, as a child, you always wanted to do, do it again, do it again. You know, <laughs> and my mother eventually got so sick of me asking this question that she dragged me down to the local record shop and made me buy this record. I still wow. have it. Actually. Do you? Brilliant! <laughs> yeah. I bet you have a, some collection of music. It's not as big as it used to be, put that way. Okay. Yeah, so this album is just so superb, and uh, working, he, this uh, incredible singer, Alana Strozna, who is a renowned Lithuanian singer, people yeah. not, might not know him so much over here, but it's, what a brilliant collaboration. How did you guys get together? Well, I was showing um, the, my film B-Movie, which is about my life in Berlin, it's a documentary film, Excellent. You've made up of old footage from the from the uh, from the eighties, yeah. um, and I was I was showing this movie at a film festival in Lithuania, the International Lithuanian Film Festival, okay. and Alan was in the crowd in the audience, and he, and he, and I had to DJ before I DJ, I had to play one track before before the okay. film started, and uh, yeah, and he and he kind of liked the sound, and so he had a, a listen and stuff, and then. You know, we had we met and uh, and really that you know we decided okay we'll do something in the future and and I, and I got this offer to do to make a song for a for a film for a French Cold War movie which is like a contemporary Cold War movie cool. and um, and uh, I asked Alan if he was interested in you know singing the, mm. on this on this track and then we wrote this song together called Losing My Mind and mm. and that was like the love song in this movie. Oh, which wow. you can't actually not you can not really hear it in the film because two people mm. are talking over it all the time. But that yeah. was the, that was the idea anyway, and, and but it but it you know it generated the interest enough to want to do something else and do some more, and they ended up making this LP with him. So oh, brilliant! Your film sounds very interesting too. So can you tell us a little bit about that? About B, B movie, well, yeah. B movie is just a movie basically about 
me coming to Berlin in the 80s and um, it starts in 79 where I originally came in 78 but it starts in 79 so we could have 79 to 89 when the wall came down and it's just basically those 10 years of the things that I got up to or some of the things that I got up to in West Berlin not so okay. much East Berlin, but like West Berlin. Yeah. yeah. Now the East Berlin story is another film, but I don't. I, I wasn't allowed to take a camera into East Berlin. It's just a oh, film of ca- camera. Yeah. It was forbidden. But um, so I've got no footage from the the eighties in in East Berlin. But but you know, like that's another another story, I suppose, mm. waiting to be told. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Amazing. And what is it you love most about Berlin, um, Mark? It's open mindedness. Yeah, I like the fact that it's very open-minded, Berlin. You know, it's like you, you know, you don't. I never felt out of place here, even because because when when I came here in the eighties, it was full of these like the dregs of German society kind of washed up on the shores of Berlin. If you like, you know, all the people who the draft dodgers didn't want to go to the army. Right. You know, transvestites, gay people, whatever. Yeah. You know, like loonies, weirdos, musicians, artists, anyone yeah. who was interested in film and music and stuff. We all got washed up in this in this place called Berlin. But you know, no, nobody really kind of cared about Berlin really in West Germany because West Germany was always about making money and having a flash car, and yeah. West Berlin wasn't. You know, and 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 I got involved with the scene here, you know, just because mainly because I was into music and I went to the clubs and stuff and I found out who was where. Okay. And then, you know, and 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 being here, you know, Rob Gretton, who was the manager of uh, Joy Division at the time, he was like, "Oh, oh now wow. you're in Berlin, maybe you can start like, like promote." some records you know so, yeah. so and I knew I knew the band so it was like it was just like okay a, a step up you know and I'll, I'll, I'll just do that and, mm. and then I became involved with Factory and, and I think because of that also people kind of saw me as some kind of like maybe a, a, a way to the to the into, into the British music scene in some way but, um, yeah. I, I was fascinated by the German music scene because it was so diverse and so different to anything in the UK because mm. in the UK people were making music to make hit records and make millions and kind of you know Leave, leave Manchester or whatever whereas mm. in Berlin everyone had already left and they, all, they just like, expressed themselves in a different way so um, I, I, I became friends with this girl called Gudrun Gut okay. uh, who was in this band called Malaria yeah, and uh, I eventually became their manager, and I was their sound engineer and their support acts, and mm. you know, and, and and I'm still friends with Gudrun, and Gudrun's like you know, like was like the main catalyst, if you like, from this Berlin new wave scene in the age. She never, she never really gets any credit for it, but it really, oh, wow. honest, without her, we wouldn't have had it, you know. Yeah, because she, she was working in a record shop, and uh, you know, and, and it just so happened to. She, you know, she was fascinated by what was going on in the UK with this punk, the punk movement at that time. Uh-huh. But she did want to emulate that. She kind of, with her band Malaria, they broke all the rules of rock and roll. Really, they didn't give a damn about you know what 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 you know, like modern music was really about. It was just they just did what they felt was right, and, yeah. and that's why their music has stood the test of time. And like it's, you know. yeah, brilliant. But you have worked with so many um, iconic, interesting people. And you must have come across some uh, fascinating kind of um, stars and not so much stars, but who would you say have been most memorable, Mark? Oh, well, I mean, you know, I have a very close relationship to New Order. Okay, uh, brilliant. Uh, I suppose, you know, mm. and, and yeah, okay, okay, you know, like looking back at the Joy Division concert that I put on here in Berlin in January 1980, you know, that yeah. also is a very, very poignant but at the same time it was a really impressive yeah. event even though that only 58 people came to it um 
you know, because I knew him before when he worked in a record shop, and you know, like, and to, to see him in his band, which is suddenly starting to get recognition finally after like years of kind of like battling out, trying to get a gig, even you know, it was, uh, yeah. you know, that was an impressive moment. Mm. But I've met so many many people, you know, like mm. so many different kinds of people, and tried to take them into East Berlin to show them the. The communist okay. east, you know, yeah. and, and and give them an insight into that, or take mm. them around Berlin and show them, you know, the city or whatever. Yeah. And and, and I used to work as a, I used to be a bouncer in a club, you know, in a, in a venue for live concerts, so I could see the oh, gigs cool. for free. And, and, and so I met loads of bands then, you know, lots of yeah. people, and took them around to Berlin and took them to East Berlin and stuff like that. So I've met loads and loads of people. Any others that you can tell us about? That any stories meeting? I don't know. Any, David Bowie, you know, because like for, for me, it's like you know whether it be the people from Depeche Mode, what coming to Berlin, or you know like New Order, of course, you know, and, yeah. and others, you know, out of that kind of era, you know, I've, um, and even in the in the last you know decades, of course, you know, I started a record label in in, in 1990 oh, called Mastermind for Success. Mm-hmm. The, the initials is MFS and MFS in in German means the Ministry of State Security, which was the Stasi, and I wanted to keep those letters, so I called oh, my label okay. Mastermind for Success, and I, uh, and I and I created this kind of like this different alternative version of techno music which I considered to be hypnotic trance music which eventually became known as trance music and and my yeah. probably the most famous artist on the, on the label was uh, Paul Van Dyke oh and, of you course know, and, yeah and, 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 and you know he was like I, you know I discovered this kid you know like mm. I wanted to wanted to be a wanted to be a professional DJ and then eventually made him go in the studio and work with one of my other artists and guide him through that and stuff and mm-hmm. you know I mean it was, it's been an interesting kind of like 40 years really because I've gone from yeah. various music from, from, from punk in Manchester or yeah. rather, rather from, from rock and roll in Manchester because I you know I was a kid I was into the Beatles and stuff like that but also you know Jimi Hendrix and, and oh, all these bands like King Crimson I was into progressive music as a, as a, as a small child yeah. you know and all my friends at school hated me for it because they couldn't understand what you know it was led Zeppelin never heard of him you know um yeah so it's a, a, a very eclectic I've got a very eclectic musical taste and, and Berlin was just that perfect kind of place for giving a mm, you know, band like Einstein mm. and Neubauten or something like this you know it's like you know they're still going today and they still sound as innovative today as they've always ever done yeah and I find that still fantastic. quite refreshing you know yeah what an amazing journey though Mark and what would you say that you love most about music? Because as you, it sounds like you've kind of been involved with every aspect of it. What's your favourite bit of it? Well, um, that's a really difficult question to answer. Because <laughs> my musical tastes are so diverse. You know, as a small child, I listened to classical music. You know, I tried to play the violin oh, okay. as a small child. You know, because oh, wow. I love the sounds of strings, and I think the sounds of strings, the emotion that strings can create, amazing, is true, something which is I, you know. In all my music, I have it, and you know, I can get shot down for it, I suppose. But you know, I think that's it, it creates a certain kind of resonance with the human body and emotion sure, that ties yeah. together, you know. And I think that that is the emotion in the music, the, the, the message which is in the music, even if it's just instrumental music, 
Mm. There's a message in, deep ingrained in this, you know, and it's like uh, it can affect your emotions, you know. You you see something, you're walking around, you know, like today with personal stereos, people have it on, the, you know, on, on all the time. So yes. you're walking around the streets and you see something or smell something or something happens or something and, and whatever music's playing at the time will associate itself with that particular incident. That's And that's true. what it's always what it's like, you know. And, yeah. You know, and, and obviously being in Berlin, being kind of like the dance capital of, of the world, really, I suppose. You know, it's like where, where techno was really born as, as, as a genre. You know, yeah. I've been very interested in electronic music for, for virtually all my life, really. Mm -hmm. and, and Berlin just seemed to be the place, you know. Like, people like Chandrine Dream lived here, Klaus Schultz lived here, oh, cool. and they were synthesizer artists, you know, and it was yeah. like they, Klaus yeah. Schultz gave me one of his old synthesizers when I was playing in, in a band called The Unbekannt. Ah. Uh, which means the unknown and 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 it gave us a synthesizer and never put it work properly but you know it was like uh -huh. it was the gesture and it was like yeah and it kind of like you know gave, gave it was something which really attracted me to berlin the electronic music scene back in the in the 70s you know Wow, brilliant, um, cause, yeah. Because uh, people in Manchester couldn't afford a synthesizer. It's too expensive. <laughs> Germans were always rich and they couldn't yeah. afford such things. So, like bands like Kraftwerk, you know. Kraftwerk, like, amazing. You know, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. how did they make that? Mm -hmm. So coming to Berlin was like something was like, it's, uh, just, I just thought I'd be able to buy a load of electronic records that you couldn't get in the UK. But I found here in Berlin a completely different kind of scene Mm. emerging scene yeah and, and 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 i don't feel like i needed to go back to the uk and i never, never, never have so yeah you know, it's been for me so a much. really interesting yeah. mixture you know and and, and like, like i say you know, dance music for me is really important i think that the ritual of dancing is, is really important to, to bring people together especially and now dancing i think you're right it's really very important for people to feel better about themselves i'm gonna play another track from this brilliant album mark i'm gonna play uh, loving touch and I'm going to come right back to you Mark Reader thank you so much everybody wants to feel love everybody wants to feel love the feeling rises as you hit the floor your mind is racing as you pray for more the loving feeling Ecstasy, the night is open for you and me. Chat and Spin Radio. Keep it locked on chatandspinradio.com. Such a brilliant track there. That's a loving touch. Alanis shows now and Mark Reader. And Mark is live on the line from Berlin. 
absolutely brilliant track, uh, Mark. Can you tell us a little about how this one came about? It's so great. Uh, um, well, the idea for the, for the song was like, you know, I was, make, I was make, we were making the album last last year, like half last half last half last year, and it was like the idea was like making an album for about the future, really, you know. Yeah. And we didn't realise how prophetic, prophetic we were going to be, really, you know, with yeah. this album because because right now a loving touch is something that we can't do, you know. It's like mm. we're all. You know, forbidden from doing that, and and I think that uh, it's a song for the future. Hopefully, that you know people will come yeah. together. And as, as I was making the song, I was thinking, you know, like we're in the twenty twenties now. We got, you know, let's see if we can have you know, the, a re a re interpretation of the nineteen twenties and the liberation that the nineteen twenties gave people, and and how exciting it was for people in the nineteen twenties the film and music and art and, and, and theatre and everything all these things that we know today kind of like were born in the nineteen twenties yeah the movies and all these things and, really, you know and yeah. it was like you know the idea was to think like well what about the twenty twenties wouldn't it be nice for the young people who are the next generation, the ones making music in the future, they have some guide to, somewhere to aim for, you know. And let's make the twenty twenties, the roaring twenty twenties. Yeah. And, and and because because the twen- the twenties were stopped, if you like, you know, the development of the twenties was stopped in Germany by the Nazis, and then right. you know, the, then eventually the Second World War, you know. So so it, you know, in the thirties we had kind of other kinds of music, jazz and stuff like that, that started to emerge. But the the, the idea, the thing about the, the Roaring Twenties, that was kind of curtailed. So, so I was thinking, well, well let's have a, a, a and if we if we if we look back at history and we interpret what take the good bits and put them into into the twenty twenties, maybe we can do something which is a bit more like, you know, a bit more exciting and a bit different. It doesn't always have to be the same old, same old, you know. Mm. And the and, and and I think that you know after thirty years of no, uh, you know it's time for for change. You know, and I think and I think that uh, you know young people today they have and, and they have a voice now because like in, in the nineteen nineties, most people from the rest rest of the world who were just starting to get their own freedoms, especially in the east of Europe, you know they didn't speak English; they spoke Russian. You know, so mm. so it was very, for for them very very um, you know like a like liberation if you like, and then and then you know about like thirty years later they can all speak English, so they've all got a voice. You know somehow in some way and and Alan has the same you know he's from Lithuania he grew up in the Soviet Union yeah and he was dreaming in the Soviet Union of being a singer in a band you know but he knew that that would be impossible because he was in a communist country you know he had, he had a, his his future was going to be working in a factory right and then the and then the communism collapsed and the wall came down and suddenly he was free to be able to do what he wanted and make be in a band and do, do actually do that fulfill his dream yeah and he became a star in, in in Lithuania because he was one of the first yeah uh, and he became a big star there and he's very well known there and um and and I think that that's that's the whole kind of like idea if you like behind this album is to kind of give people some inspiration say Look, Excellent. you know yeah. it's not all dark and dark you know we have to go through the dark to find the light and yes. a loving touch is like the closing of the album almost and 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 it's just this kind of like optimism at the end of the record and yeah. I was thinking of like people dancing techno Charleston to this record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. that's a great term, techno Charleston. Love it. And how did you find the whole making of the album, Mark, with Alanis? Did you guys get together in uh, Berlin or did you go to Lithuania? We, we, we got together a couple of times here, but um, actually, the, the actual recording of the vocals and the music 
we'd made all the music here in Berlin, and, and Alan okay. Nassim wrote um, we, we wrote the songs together, and then and then he he would sing his part in, in Lithuania and send me the the vocals, and then, okay. then I would then just embed them into the tracks. Yeah. Excellent. He had to endure my vocals sometimes because I had to sing, you know, like the kind of intonation, so he knew how to sing it. So, yeah. So, you know, so it sounded right, but he had, I had to I'd sing that <laughs> for him. So he had to endure that. But, it, but you know, I think we, we did quite quite well considering I've never worked like that before, you know. Yeah, brilliant. But you have to adapt, to, you have to, to, you adapt. Know, to the situation and the time apart all the time. Yeah, this is before coronavirus, of course, as well. Oh, we could right. easily flown to each other's places or whatever. But it, yeah. it just seems to be more convenient, and, and it's a modern way of making music. You know, you don't have to be in the same room anymore. For sure. And it, yeah. and, and it was quite 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 interesting to work like that. You mm-hmm. know, and, and a challenge, of course, as well. Yeah, know? yeah. But how have you found the whole challenge of the lockdown and? The coronavirus and how has it been for you Berlin there well you know for me it was, it was at the time when it started to emerge at the beginning of the year I was very very worried because I I actually manage a band from China oh, and right. they called Stolen and Stolen had been on tour with New Order in, in October on a European tour Oh, in wow. October, I produced their album with yeah. Michelle Adam, my, my studio partner. Produced mm-hmm. the album with him in in uh, in 2018, and we released it on my record label MFS. And then and then New Order took them on tour, a European tour through October. And then we had planned to, uh, a gig, uh, some gigs with New Order in Japan in in March, oh, right. and the entire tour of China uh, between kind of February and, and April. And all those gigs got cancelled because of the coronavirus. The band ended up being like, having to go into lockdown, oh, and they right. were telling us up here like what was going on. You know, like we're all in complete lockdown. We can't go out of the house. Uh, the people's food has been delivered, and all these different things. And he's filming outside of his house, you know, outside of his flat. Mm. And you can see they live in these like flat blocks. You know, so there's like, all these thousands of people kind of shouting things to each other, like you know, take care and be strong and don't wow. don't give up and all that. Yeah, and then. And then suddenly, then they came out of lockdown, and um, I said to them, "Oh, you should do it, you know, for all the people who were so expecting to see you do this gig, mm. you know, whatever it is in China, plus the Japanese, we'll do 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 an online gig, and then we'll send it to everybody." And yeah. so they did an online gig, and they had like six hundred fifty thousand viewers to, to, wow, to that concert. Wow, pretty good. Yeah, and, and it was yeah for, for 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 a brand that's pretty well much not very well known, really. You know, yeah. that's quite a lot of people about worldwide. You know, yeah. And um, and and so so now in China you can do whatever you like now it's just like normal whereas like you know in Europe people are still kind of being a bit silly and, and for for me the 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 the, the lockdown was sort of like a kind of godsend really because it made it made made that moment possible that I could actually finish putting this album together with Arnas because we we finished the last track on the fifteenth of March right. and then. We went into lockdown immediately, and then I just started designing the record cover and doing all, the, you know, putting it online and stuff like that. And then we released it on my mum's ninety uh, ninety six birthday. Oh wow! Ninety six birthday. Oh, that's been brilliant for her. So cool. Yeah. 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 So, it t- how long did it take in all making this album, Mark? About eight months. Okay. That's, that's 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 very kind of swift process, and you met. You were saying earlier how you met at the film festival. Was that uh, yeah. some years before then? And yeah, it was. It was about maybe two thousand and seventeen or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
brilliant. And uh, so, so how has has I guess the lockdown will have affected all if you were going to be doing any tours or the promotion in general. But it seems to be that people are loving the music. It's just getting getting a chance for it to get out there as well. That's that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you know, in, it, obviously you've got no platform of, of, of live performance anymore. Kind of you know, neither at a festival or at yes. a, a club. On a club, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so it's so it's been very difficult for for, for to to, to con- reconsider how we're going to promote this record, and, a, and in the end, I decided like, well, you know, we'll just let it just be there, really, rather yes. than kind of force it on people and say, let you have to listen to this, and you know, mm-hmm. there are no magazines even that you can put exactly. out there, exactly. you know, anything like that. Most of the magazines are folded as well in the meantime, or they're just online. You know? Yeah. So, so, so I've kind of like I just sent it. I just sent the the, the album out to all all the online magazines and just right. said, you, you know, you can yeah. if you if you want to give it a listen, you know, fair enough, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's and I think he said it's an album for people to discover and to pass on to other people. You know, I think yeah. that discovery these days is a very mm-hmm. it's very difficult these days to discover anything. So mm. really, in a sense, because oh, you have internet at yeah. instant. You know, yeah. In the in the past, you'd kind of like spend months kind. Of do research and try to find things today it's all kind of a click and a button you know click of a button. go on, That's online so and you found it you know yeah. and I think that with, but with music it can be still a, 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 that has that moment of discovery where you didn't know about it and somebody passes it on and says have you heard this mm-hmm. and it's then very hit, special they, yeah you know it's got a very that's, special that's sound. That's nicer than, yeah. You know, obviously, I would like it. Like, I would want to hear it, of course. But mm. it's just, you know, it's just up to people to share the links. You know, it's yes. on YouTube. You can listen to it on YouTube. Yeah. You can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on iTunes. All these platforms, digital mm. platforms, whatever yeah. your provider is, all around the world. You know, so it's not yeah. just like like just one country where yeah. you can hear it. You can hear it everywhere. You know, it's on Bandcamp, and and and, it, and it's the first time I've ever done a digital release. Actually, I've only okay. ever done physical releases, CDs and, and vinyls. You know, and for this was the first time that I've ever done that, so it was kind of quite exciting for me as a record mm, label. Brilliant. You know, like yeah. to do this and you know see how it goes. And yeah. it's not like I have any great expectations, to, to be honest. You know, it's mm. like I think it's important that we've done it, and it's important for the future. And I think mm-hmm. it's important for people to hear, hopefully hear the message in the music and understand that you know. Don't give up. It's not. It's, it's right now. It might be not very well, very nice, or whatever. But don't. Yeah, give up because, don't give up. Yeah, you know, for you, sure. You, you know, the, fu- the future is what you make out of it. And if you if you're clever and you, and you and take care, you know, then you, then you can you can ride this out. And it's like mm-hmm. you know, the the, vi- the virus is making us rethink our lives, and it's making us rethink our oh, things we took for granted. You know, like mm. music people took for granted completely take you for granted and mm. it's like you know if you've got no gigs to go to and you've got no uh, no clubs to go to i know not you know, much dancing, to look forward to like people start to you know for the moment it's kind of like tolerant because they've got no money or they've got no you know desire generally at the moment yeah but eventually if that goes into next year then it's another year without this without this entertainment form mm. and watching it online someone actually djing on on, on online is not really that most without without the trappings of a club and the opportunity to actually meet somebody you know or For talk sure. to someone or, yeah, you know that, that's completely void you know yeah. Yeah. chat room or something but it's not it's not the same and it's like Absolutely. I think that, that, 
know, as, as someone like myself who's like kind of, I, I go around with my movie and I DJ at party. I, I do what we do is like a, like a package where I I show the film and then I DJ and yeah. I give a talk so Brilliant. people get a bit of information about the history of what I've done in my life and and it kind of like uh, you know those all those events have all been stopped you know because I can't I can't go to cinemas and I can't do I know, clubs and, yeah. and I can't meet people and talk to them so so it's mm. kind of like that aspect of my my career is kind of put on hold for the moment. Well, thank you for talking when... to us today. Yeah. I'm really honoured, yeah. really honoured, and you you've you've been such a great success and many decades as a musician mark i was just going to ask you um what would be your advice to like young people wanting to work in music or do something in music these days well i think it's, you know it's, it's like the, the the if you want to go into the life sector at the moment that's not really the a very, yeah, a very good prospect you know but, but it, that doesn't mean to say that it's not going to be needed in the future you know yeah it's like, the, the, it's like you might not have any gigs to, to practice in but you know uh, you, should, you should still kind of go into if you want to do that you should still kind of look towards the future as because it will be there you know it's mm -hmm. not going to go away yes you know it's just on hold Mm -hmm. And and in that time you can learn you know maybe the theory of it or something or whatever it is you know I mean you've got the time now to kind of like make music Focus. and I think yes. that's the most for me personally that's the most important thing is actually making the actual music itself and kind of like doing something you know out of what you're inspired by at that yes. moment and 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 I think that just just playing somebody else's music is not my kind of thing anyway I, when I when I DJ I only only play the music that I've actually produced because oh, I think okay. no one otherwise will ever get to hear it otherwise so mm. so it's kind of a way for people to get to hear the music but at the same time you know I, I've made that music and I made yeah excellent it's Very. a young person coming into this music business if you like you know it's mm. not just be about being a DJ yeah it's about actually excellent. making the music you know which yeah. is which I think is the most exciting part mm -hmm. great well guess just to keep going and make the music Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been absolutely brilliant to speak to you. I'm going to play um, last track, It's Who You Are. But just wanted to let people know how is the best way to find out about you and um, the new album, etc. Where is the best way to look for that, please? Well, the, the best place, obviously, the, the, the MFS website, which is www.mfsberlin.com. Okay, fabulous. Thank you. Well, thanks again, Mark. And hopefully you might come on the show again another time. Be a real treat to speak to you. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you, sir. Take no, care. No, 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 no. Thank you.